0: Welcome
1: to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts: Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and T.J. Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final Panther Puri post game recap uh, of the year. Uh, I am your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and T.J. Peterson. Uh, Season's over, folks. The Vegas Golden Knights have won the Stanley Cup. The Florida Panthers have not. The kind of comical part about this last game uh, is it's the first game of the series where the Panthers finally scored more than two goals in regulation. But the problem here, you see the problem here, uh, is that they allowed nine. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't a
2: bad offensive performance. This wasn't a bad defensive performance. They didn't have the puck the entire game. Vegas hemmed them in to their own zone all night long. It,
0: it was, was over. It, it was, it over, was yeah. over at one nothing. It was. It was. I don't even know who it was, but when as they were crossing the blue line, whoever missed that drop pass and sprung the two on one. It was Bennett. So Bennett was the one who missed the pass because that mm. pass was just so far off target. Mon- there was nothing Montour can do because Montour mm. is stationary on that play. It's a set play. That's the easiest drop pass in the world. And Bennett fucked it up. And at literally, as soon as that happened, I said one, nothing series over game over cup over. And it was over. Like, um, I'm going to get it out of the way. The two, nothing goal, just like the goal against Boston, just like, I think it was Toronto. Like it was just really shitty fucking luck for the Panthers. Like, it was, that was a good goal. It was yes. covered for maybe half a second, one second by Bob, but then I think he kind of rolled and let it out from underneath him and, Hague poked it in. Like, that's the right call. Yes, there yes. was an, an inadvertent whistle, but, like, the puck had already been shot, and let's be honest. Like, when you're when, – I've said this again. When you need a bad call from the ref to save you, you don't deserve it. And that's exactly what happened on that play. It should have been 2 0. I have been the most critical of the refs of almost any other Panthers fan. And that was the 100% right call.
2: This is both the easiest and the hardest podcast to do of the series in the sense that, like, this wasn't a moments game. Like, usually hockey is a sport where there are a few things where one, one part of it goes slightly differently. If the puck goes one inch differently in one direction or the other, the whole game could have changed. That wasn't this game at all. It was absolutely inevitable that Vegas was, was going to win. And I really don't feel that way. Even about game two, Vegas was the better team in this game to the point where it was completely undeniable. And that's so rare in a hockey game. It's so rare. There was yeah. absolutely no way that Florida's winning this game, though. Like, it,
0: yeah, the deserve
2: to winometer should be 100% Vegas. D-
0: did they deserve to lose nine to three? No, but it was one of yes, those nights. I
2: honestly think so.
0: I don't think so. I, I think this was a night where Let's literally see what the XG was, everything went against you. It just, you could not get anything going. Every single bounce ended up on a stick of a Vegas player. I mean, hell, they broke a stick on a slap shot and ended up with a better scoring chance. I think that was like the seventh <laughs> or eighth goal. <bowl. laughs>
1: like, come on. The all situations XG was roughly seven to three.
2: Yeah, because yeah, they had but... a lot of shots of that empty net. though. Yeah, you got to take those out. At, at that point, it was about 4.5.
0: Is there anything to talk about specifically from the game?
1: No. No, just the series as a whole at this point, I think. I mean, the game was... It, it just was what it was. I mean, this... it was the team that overachieved finally coming back down to Earth at the most inopportune time possible.
0: Yeah, they, they I, came back down to Earth and they ran out of bodies. Sorry, TJ. Sorry. They sure
2: no, did I run mean, out of bodies. You, sh- you won't want to be saying sorry after I say what I, what I want to say here because... Go for it. This was a, This run was a fluke. Frankly... We can all admit it, and wh- when they ran into a, a better team, a team, I I legitimately think this Vegas team is the worst Stanley Cup champion since the two thousand six Hurricanes. I disagree. That's a bad. That's a bad. I I disagree. That's very a strongly. bad Cup winner.
1: How are they a bad Cup winner? We b- before the series started, we talked about how strong this team is, top to bottom. Like they they have incredible depth. Four extremely good lines. One of the best defensive cores we've seen in a long time. What? Are you, are you saying that Cup Vegas one? has
2: a historically good defensive core? Are you kidding?
1: They have a top five D core in the NHL. Easy. Oh,
2: okay. All right. I, yeah. I thought you were saying they have one of the best D cores that the league has ever seen. No. 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 No.
1: no but in recent memory, for sure,
0: it's very, very good. I mean, you've got. Three or it's four. It's very top, good. Yeah, when like, t- I mean, you got three or four guys who would be a top pairing defenseman on most other teams. No, I don't believe that at all. Petrangelo, Theodore, Martinez, um, Martinez, Hague. I mean, those would be more number two uh, shot, I, I, guys. Hague is where I where I draw the line there. All right, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a top four. You could you know, argue that Braden
1: Nab is a top pairing two- D on a lot of. That's teams.
0: that's honestly well who I was thinking meant Petrangelo,
1: Theodore, and. Uh, and Martinez are, like, cleanly top-pairing defensemen.
2: No, Martinez is washed.
0: Didn't look good in the series.
2: Yeah, because the Panthers let him because they were horrible. Uh, they, they had nothing that left. Was one of, yeah, well, for whatever – they had 10 days off. So how is that
0: the case? Because they're beat to hell. 10 days off doesn't matter when you're just losing guys to injury. TJ, this was a paper-thin team going into right, the playoff. right.
2: This is sort of the point though. Like they didn't have any depth. So anytime somebody like E2 Eetu Luostarinen who 90% of hockey fans hadn't even heard of when the season started can just demolish your team's chances of beating I don't know what was Vegas coming into the playoffs, like the fourth or fifth favorite for the cup
0: if even. That's that's fourth or fifth favorite for the cup is pretty damn good. They were they were the, Okay, but they were the Western Conference champions. If you're a good playing.
2: team, you shouldn't get stomped five games in a row by a team that's, like, maybe top five. If you're a good team, you're if you want to be in the top ten, five versus ten shouldn't be a first-round knockout. It just shouldn't.
0: I, I I just simply don't agree with you, TJ. I, I just don't agree.
2: Well, the series wasn't close. Vegas came into the postseason just not very impressive in terms of the analytics. Frankly, it's it's a good roster. It's it's not a bad team. There's no doubt about it. They they proved that they were worthy of winning the Stanley Cup in the playoffs. They didn't even play a game seven. But I mean, this wasn't the Tampa team rolling. Jonathan Marchessault
0: won the Conn Smythe. Fuck you, Dale Talon. Fuck you. I anyway this this happen. this
2: isn't this isn't a team that has. Four or five Hall of Famers. Three, because three on the three on the forward core, two on the defense, or, or you know, one on the defense, I guess, because I'm, I'm comparing them to Tampa. Okay, and, but Tampa. And what were,
0: in net. T- Tampa has an all-time great roster. Like they're a quote unquote dynasty. Mm-hmm. And Vegas so, is
2: not close to that.
0: Okay, but you're comparing them to a dynasty. They're still a really good team. They're absolutely a deserving cup winner. That team was so deep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they got You know, I don't want to say the term I'm not using the term lucky, but like they were fortunate to play a Panthers team that just completely ran out of players. And yes, they also got a very favorable whistle in this entire series. Tonight was probably the best officiated game, and it really didn't matter because it was a fucking
2: slaughter. I mean, every game was pretty much the closest was game one game.
0: okay. game three was really close, despite the three nothing score Four. no game. I'm sorry. Game four. No, yeah, game four was three nothing and Panthers came back, but like that game wasn't
2: close. I just it wasn't. It just wasn't. I don't want I don't want to
0: litigate every game. I really don't. Like I'm just gonna disagree with you saying that like this this was the perfect storm of Panthers running out of bodies, running out of gas, getting zero officiating help, like none. And then tonight was just everything that and just no bounces, nothing. I I
2: just I just cannot agree. Also Matthew
1: Kachuk broken Sternum. That doesn't help. Yeah. You've gone this long without even mentioning that Chucky didn't play today.
2: Oh, totally. I mean
1: But that's that's the point. They had
0: nothing left.
1: I I don't think that you like we didn't didn't have a bottom six today. We did not have a bottom six. Although I think Dennis
0: looked good enough. But right, but but you had you, you had three guys in your let's go through. Let's go through the guys who just wouldn't even sniff the Vegas lineup that we're playing tonight for the Panthers. Denisenko, mm-hmm. Dalpi, mm-hmm. Colin White, mm-hmm. um, Eric, Mahura, Stahl. Eric Stahl.
2: I think um, Mahura versus White Cloud is an argument. Yeah.
0: Whatever. But like you're getting, like look how many guys we're talking about wouldn't sniff the lineup. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Mark Stone then, I mean, this is, is part of the about thing. Like this
2: cup. it's not a good roster.
0: Of course not. Shiny trophy. It it was super thin. They got here just by the skin of their teeth, playing balls to the wall Mm -hmm. and getting like just clutch moment after clutch moment. Seven and zero in overtime. Seven and zero. That's like.
1: I know this isn't the time for this, but Mark Stone deserves this.
0: Of course he does. He's a fucking great hockey player. Jack Eichel too. I'm. I'm very happy for for Jack Eichel.
2: I would have voted Mark Stone for Conspine.
0: Yeah, Smith gets to raise it second. Like, Smith and Marcia, so, like, I'm happy for them. It's not their fault they're not here. They wanted to be here. It's fucking Dale Talon's fault. Like, yeah. Dale Talon yeah. should be in line to receive the cup.
2: Yeah, he he might as well win the Conspine.
0: But, like... You know, it
1: hurts to see Riley Smith lift it. It's very. It's, it's nice. No, it to absolutely see wanted yeah. it's nice to be here. To Stone, Alex is
2: it. right. If you're angry at Riley Smith, you shouldn't be. He yeah. wanted to be here. You should be angry at Dale Town. Yeah. It's it... <sighs> and these the short-sighted mistakes on July one. We're still talking about something that happened in what was it? July I mean, twenty nineteen. Six
0: years ago. It was six years ago.
2: When they but that was six years ago. But we're talking about. The Bobrovsky contract, which has caused the depth to be zero
0: on this team. Uh, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna do that, then you know we got to talk about Keith Yandel and his five million right. dollars cap, and that's right, got yeah. nothing to do with Dale Talent. If we're gonna be fair, we're got to be fair.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, they're
1: they're. Give it to there, Phil there
2: are some next. people that are taking a victory lap over some things that happened tonight that won't like to hear that, but they do have to. We we have to acknowledge that they have to acknowledge that probably too. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, Cap Friendly's already moved their year over. Like that doesn't help me right now. It I happened.
2: To... It happened this morning. Like I was looking up to see
1: how much tap
2: Cap Friendly, Cap friendly moved
1: their year over days ago.
0: Yeah,
2: that had already happened. Because uh, I was looking at the cap space for next year. That's going to be a whole different conversation, man. but like, okay. I mean, overall, like in, I'm in everything- the same
1: conversation as the Panther as how the Panthers handled St- uh, Smith and Marcia. So as I watch Shea Theodore skate around with the cup, let's not lose sight of the fact that the Ducks asked uh, or the Ducks gave Vegas Shea Theodore to take uh, Clayton Stoner off the books. Yeah, oh, and also was... not
2: not take um um what's his name? What's his name? The American defenseman, American Cam one. Fowler. That's the one who has like one of the worst contracts in the league now.
1: I like I liked Cam Fowler a lot. I, I mean, wrote yeah, I wrote a whole, fun. one of the articles that I wrote for the point to point hockey blog was uh who should Anaheim protect uh in the or who should Anaheim expose in, the, in the expansion draft.
0: One thing yeah. we can blame Dale Talon for is Scott Darling's $1.1 $1. $1 million cap hit. for yeah, this Yeah, that season. was just like y- the you dumbest know, the, fucking thing.
2: All the du- dead cap that they took on just so they could sign the $10 million Bobrovsky contract.
1: Which, yeah. okay, no, 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 no. We made a pact, or I guess we didn't make a pact. I said no more talking about Bobrovsky in terms of his contract. He got us to the final.
2: Well, Aiden Hill yeah. got Vegas to the
1: final.
0: Well, yeah, that's why you don't pay goalies. But right, like
1: when you, when Debrowski you. Over, earned his money in the last exactly. two months. Exactly. End of conversation. Exactly.
2: Are we confident that he can do it again? No, Fuck no. And that, that's no. sort of that's no, sort No, of I don't I'm expect
1: Sergey Bobrovsky to to give. That's sort of where I'm getting like dollars I'm, of value. I, when, I
2: know that I'm just going to get raked over the coals for it, and that's fine. Like I, it's so overwhelming to me. I have to get it out. Like I'm. I'm leaving this evening, and there is 0% of me that's like, well, it was a good run. They got this far. That was great. I'm I'm thinking, okay, well, they didn't win the Stanley Cup, and now I think they're going into next season with a coach I don't believe in and a roster that I don't think is cup-winning quality. Now, I they could th- do something in the offseason, no, hold on. too.
1: Yeah, you can't say that until you see opening night roster, though.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we'll see yeah. what they do with the cap space, but like, they don't have any picks, so they can't do another right. like Reinhardt trade.
1: So Unless, they're gonna have to.
2: They're gonna have to nail the off season. Like they tried to nail this one, and it
1: didn't really. They didn't nail it. I mean, no, it was Bill Zito's first less than good off
0: season, and he still got I Matthew in Bill Zito. Yeah, he still got Matthew Kachuk with all of that.
1: Right. If you yeah. don't think. So yeah, keep in mind what what roster spots we actually have to fill for next year. The stalls,
0: Colin White, Radko Gudis. Yeah, Radko Gudas. He played himself end of out list? of Florida with his playoffs.
2: No, end, I, I
1: end end of list of uh he of himself, Contracts.
2: He played himself into like the point where. His body is so broken down that you cannot financially commit to that. Like, it's not really his fault. Yeah. No, but someone I, is... I
1: still wouldn't be opposed to giving him a year
0: at like a million or a million five. And that's, and someone is going to give him a raise on his current contract to come to their team. And if bring someone wants to right. give
1: 34 year old Rad Gagudis more money, they are more than welcome to.
0: It's going to happen. Rad Kokudis will
1: not be a Panther next year. Okay. So that's four roster spots that you have to fill.
2: Thank you for your service, Rad Kogudus. You were a great Panther.
1: Yeah. So that's that's four regular roster spots that you have to fill. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna have like $13 million to do it.
2: It's only
0: like eleven. Oh, we we now we have Cap Friendly to tell us.
2: Yeah, so they have eleven. Forwards, uh, they have Spencer. ten million
0: two hundred sixty-two thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's assuming the cap. Spencer, yeah. Well, no, that's assuming no, that's Spencer including
1: Knight's extension. Yeah,
2: that is yeah. including Knight's extension, which we don't know what's going to happen with him. And frankly, it's stupid to speculate because we don't know anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know nothing, right? But,
2: but like, th- the, just
1: leave it up in the air. Like, he
2: may not be back, so that four and a half million may yeah. be available. But
1: yeah. So yeah. then you have fifteen million. And you use some of it to resign Alex Lyon. Yes, yeah, so I agree installed. with that.
2: I agree yeah. with that.
1: The point yeah. is, you have the money to work around the few roster spots that you still have to fill. This mm-hmm. team has a core. It's the depth that screwed us over. That exactly. money, is plenty, to fill in the depth pieces to keep this team yeah.
0: in mm-hmm. contention. You assume Maki semiskevich is going to get one of the. Uh... One of Colin White's or spots. I, that's what I'm going to. Assume. I wouldn't. I wouldn't assume. I, yeah, I, I, I think I, he's going to be in the AHL nothing. next year. Yeah, I think. I, I'm no, I, but I nothing
1: on our prospect pool.
0: I mean,
2: assuming is a little bit of a strong word, but like, I'm I'm saying
0: 95% AHL, 95% of the year. Let Let me rephrase it. I am assuming that one of those bottom six spots is going to go to someone who was in the AHL for the Panthers this year, only because they're going to spend their money elsewhere. They're not. I do not see them giving, you know, spreading that ten million out among four different players. Like, all right, you get a two and a half million dollar, you get a two and a half million dollar deal. I think yeah. they're going to go and get one splash signing, probably on defense, and please, then please let it be Dimitri Orlov. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, um, they're going to get a they're going to get one splash signing, and then maybe give like two million dollars to a middle 6 ty- a middle 6 type winger and then it's minimum salary for the rest of the rest of the squad whether it's someone they bring in or someone from the AHL team coming up and getting one of those spots while we're talking about the roster we need to um clarify something we all thought Lucas Carlson was going to be a restricted free agent he is a group of 6 UFA so the odds of him being a Panther next year went even further down because okay. some smart team is going to give him the Carter Verhage contract. And I yeah. just if, okay. and if he's it's not gonna be the Panthers.
2: I, I don't know if his agent is like, let's go to the open market, because I think we can get a multi year deal with like, you know, that much money off of an AHL resume. So I think frankly, if the Panthers come to the table with an offer for a one way contract this yeah. offseason, he will accept it. But I don't think they will. So I think right. that he's going to walk. Because I because if they thought he was an NHL defenseman, he would play. Like flat out. Like Mark Stahl played 82. Yeah end of, like, end of sentence.
0: Put put yourself in Lucas Carlson's shoes watching Mark Stahl have the season he had while you had a fantastic AHL season and literally got a two game shot in the NHL. And ask yourself, would you resign with this team? Or are you going to take the money from someone else? take the money from someone and the
2: coach that this made that personnel decision is going to be behind the bench next year correct so i'm 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 not optimistic at all and i know that that i will be in the extreme minority and i'm willing to live with that and you know maybe this is actually kind of a safe play by me because you know the worst case scenario in making this prediction is that i'm just horribly wrong and they're really good in which case i'm a fan of the team so that would be great and so I'll admit I'm kind of a coward, but that's how I'm feeling. Like the the negativity has really come to the forefront of my mind much short, more than like the expected, like, oh, you know, it was a great run. Them getting this far was, you know, a great accomplishment, yada, yada, yada. I just think it was a fluke. And I think that going forward, like right, right now, I would pick them to miss the playoffs. That's yeah, ridiculous. yeah. No, yeah that's TJ, ridiculous. You're, you're going
0: overboard here. You're going way overboard.
2: I'm just saying. That's I know, ridiculous. but we're trying to
0: reel you in because like you're you're going off the deep end a bit.
2: And that's only my opinion. Everybody, Alex and Jake,
1: don't agree with me. You're, you're not going to have this opinion. T- so until huh. You're
0: letting the emotion of the
1: day get to you. You know who's going to get fucking paid this summer is Ivan Barbashev. Oh, absolutely.
2: Hopefully not by the Panthers. He there's does not your, play there's
1: your big ticket pending
0: UFA right now. He does no, not it, play any defense at all. If there was a forward that I want the band, like, if you're gonna, if you, let's say Dmitri Orlov, because there's already rumors he wants to go back to Washington. If if Dmitri Orlov is not, you know, the guy you're making the splash on, honestly, the guy I want is Tyler Bertuzzi. He was he so was, good. He was he, so good and was so good both ends of the ice. Yeah, and he played that test game that. Sam Bennett and Matthew, Matthew Kachuk play. Like, when you can get another one of those guys who's actually good at hockey, fucking do it. Like, just be the most hated team. Like, they already hate us. Like the NHL casual fan hates the Florida Panthers yeah. right now because of Matthew guys like Matthew Kachuk, Sam Bennett, and Radko Gudis. Like, just go get another one. That would that it. would get me back on board for sure.
2: I love the way he played in that series. Yeah and Orlov um, would get me back on board for sure too. I just I just don't see either one of them happening like it's why? just difficult just cuz I don't think they want to play here. Or in Bertuzzi's case, I think somebody else is going to have a bigger offer. In Orlov's that's case, that's more likely. I I just don't think he wants to play here. Um but it would be great if he decided that he was only going for the money because you know they have the money they they like that's their only asset really right now is cap space
1: selfishly your middle six forward uh that you could probably get at a reasonable price this off season that i would be interested in at the right deal uh would be jason tucker cuz he's so up and down
2: didn't have a great year last year so i would buy or beware his wear. his
1: Judaism is certainly a factor yeah <laughs> um i also don't think he is going to get a huge contract He's yeah, 31 no, coming off a five and a half million dollar deal. He's gonna get uh, a reclamation deal. Yeah. And if the Panthers no, can No, I think he's gonna to get to overpaid. Up, uh,
2: I think he's gonna get overpaid. He had a good I season. don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know if he'll get He had overpaid. a good
2: season. Also, he's old. Oh, don't forget that. He's
1: 31. That. Give him three years. Mm-hmm. I thought he was older than that. Jeez. No, oh. no, no, no. Dude,
0: do not give Jason Zucker three years. Yeah, yes, give I, he's been way too interesting. Years. Three years. Way too inconsistent. He's been super. Let up me and
1: down. have my I, Jewish players.
2: Yeah, sorry, no. we're gonna have to veto this one, Jake. Uh, so another thing that I want to say is like, Stall Brothers cannot be back next year. After no, you know, oh, no,
1: if if the Stalls come back, that will be cause for concern. Like that's what yeah. I'm gonna start. I did like, not step into for Bill's, FLA Bill's Live job.
2: Arena after Pride Night on purpose. And if they come back, I won't do it again. I don't want to run for those guys.
1: Period. You know who would be an interesting reclamation project? I feel like I'm going to get a lot of pushback on this, more from TJ than Alex. But I think someone who might be a really interesting reclamation project would be Sean Monahan.
2: No, I think you're right. Yeah, I have. I just don't know how he fits. Like, yeah, we can't give him the opportunity. That's the problem. He's a center. No, and he's also.
1: Yeah, so he's is Carter good. Verhage. So is Sam Reinhardt. No, no, so, like,
2: Verhage was totally playing
1: wing. Verhage's, Verhage's a natural center. Reinhardt's a natural center. But he was playing uh, Etu wing. Is, Etu is a natural center. Uh, Reinhardt was centering Buffalo's second line. But he played wing most of his time in Buffalo.
0: He's also coming off a brutal injury.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. But, I mean, I if he if cheap? he's... The Look, Panthers are not shy about signing
1: centers and then putting them on the wing. The Panthers are not shy about doing that.
2: I just I just think that Anton Mundell
1: spends time on the wing. and yeah. spends time on the wing. Like, come on. Don't pretend yeah, that was. just because he mostly plays center, that means that the Panthers don't have a spot for him.
0: A, a couple things, and then I'm gonna I'm, one thing, and then I'm gonna come back to or actually no, we'll just stick on the free edges stuff. One thing you do have to remember. Fluke or not, there is a benefit to playing for the Stanley Cup. You are going to be the number one or number two destination for those vets who are still searching for a cup. Like they are Jason going to Jason
1: Zucker. Jesus, Jesus,
0: thirty-one. I thought you said he wasn't
2: a
1: vet. You can be a vet and still be like early thirties. You're you're in veteran status. Ooh, ooh. You know who would be an interesting one? Max Pacioretty.
2: Coming off that injury, mm. I know it would
1: be a very risky move. That's a tough injury. So it's I wonder So curious. I wonder
2: what the salary's going to be. He might be willing to take a very low salary. He's like one of the oldest players that's going to be available that still might have some utility and hasn't won a cup.
0: It's going to be Carolina. He's it, Carolina's already said they want to bring him back.
1: Well,
2: maybe, maybe. he wants to play for Florida. Though. We'll see.
0: Do you think
1: Ryan O'Reilly would be interested in coming here?
2: No. Evgeny dadanov maybe? Eh...
1: He's I don't want to rushed. retread. Yeah,
0: he's washed. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, I've heard, is going to go back to St. Louis and just see yeah. back. Um, uh, Alex Killorn. Alex Killorn was the not name coming was here. Like,
2: That's not happening. Probably not? not. But also, why would we want to pay him? Like, no, thank you.
0: Who says you got to pay him? I think you can get him for two and a half. Oh,
2: that rings in the room. He's going to get in a ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Contract. Killorn. going to be the big vet presence. You know, you know, you know he's, where Kalorn probably goes. He's won a cup,
2: right. so you can't right. take advantage of what you were just saying. Like he's won many cups.
1: True. You know, you know where Alex Kalorn probably ends up as the the vet presence and the rings in the room to help out the young the young establishing core. Buffalo. No, close, but no. Ottawa. Not geographically close. Uh closer and also an option. Montreal. Alex Kalorn is going to start next season on the wing of Connor Bedard.
2: Ooh, okay, that's an interesting one.
1: I, I, I like that. Kalorn's going to Chicago. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I think Overpay. that's a yeah. You you bring Overpay. you bring a couple rings back in the room. Give him a big fucking contract because you you have cap space to the moon. Let him uh, take Connor Bedard under his tutelage to show him how to win in hockey in the NHL. Mm-hmm. He's going to Chicago. Yeah.
2: Here are some guys that could just looking at the oldest UFAs this upcoming year that could come to Florida and chase a cop that I think might have utility. Uh, I don't think Paul Stastny has a cop. He's 37. Uh, I'm
1: not sure I'd want him.
0: Yeah. On he's... a minimum deal
2: though. Like I think it was pretty good for Carolina.
0: Yeah. I I'd, I'd take him on a minimum deal. I, yeah, you, you're going to need someone to have that. And yeah, I guess C, Paul Stastny would be fun. 12th, 13th forward, I think that's a good signing.
2: Yeah, I already said Patcheretti. Tatar Snake um, in New Jersey. I what bet. about Kevin Shattenkirk for the fourth, uh, or the third right uh, defense spot?
0: I'd like someone with a little bit Oh, no, he has a
2: cop. He won with Tampa, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did. So that's, my, that
1: my, that's my okay. defenseman dreams are tied up in Dimitri Orlov and Carson Susie. Uh,
2: well, I, like I, I think just you're only getting one two. of those. you think only getting can one probably of those. end
1: up with Susie pretty cheap.
2: No, he's going to be an in demand free agent.
1: I don't think he's going to be that in demand.
2: You know, this is funny, Jake. We were talking about how this guy is not somebody that you would want, but I think he does fall into this category. James Van Riemsdyk, you know, minimum deal
0: for I a cup, very specific. Would not want him. He's not going to take a minimum. He's going to get. Hit. He's going to get yeah, one. He's He's coming
1: off a.
2: But Remember this. He's coming off a season where nobody wanted to trade for him at the deadline.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a good point. That's a good point.
2: So he might be available. I mean,
0: but he Maybe might bring also back Minnie
1: Hinojosa. I know I said no retreads, but like he didn't.
0: I don't count that because he didn't get a real shot here.
1: I mean, here's, he, a, here's like, a name
0: for the fourth line: Evan Rodriguez. You had a very. Oh good yeah. Reason. Oh yeah. I'm
1: in. I'm in.
0: I think he was very to Colorado good.
1: Though. Um, Colorado's
0: up against the cap. They've got cap issues. They yeah, it's going to be
1: tough for them unless he comes. Well, back remember, back.
2: remember, and... remember Landeskog's not playing this year either. So, they do have that money to work with. Okay.
1: That's true. Yeah. But they
0: That's,
1: yeah. Uh, all right. I'm totally going back on my no retreads because I would also love to have to bring Nick that home in a bottom six role.
2: What about Craig Smith if he takes a minimum deal? Because he was um, okay yeah, on I his like last him. deal. If he's chasing a cup, he did have a pretty bad year last year, but like maybe you think you can, uh, I'd, I'd be interested. I'd
1: be interested in Zach Parise
0: on a minimum deal. He's gonna go back to the Islanders. I think so Lou too. Lou Lamarillo
2: loves him. And then uh another Carolina guy, Derek Stepan, maybe. <sighs> yeah, I mean the the pickings this year are not as ample as they might have been in previous years, but like you could end up with a patch already or a Craig Smith and or a JVR, and maybe they turn into a useful player again and you feel pretty good about it. But I mean the, that's one thing to be optimistic yeah. about, I guess, is that yeah, maybe you we'll, get we'll have a in more a couch. more
1: in-depth conversation about this as we get closer to uh, to July 1st here in a couple of weeks. Here's a name for the middle six. Tomas Tatar.
2: Yeah, I was just. Looking yeah, at he's that staying.
1: Name. he's staying in New Jersey. I way. No I didn't
2: even, I didn't even think he was he worth. He is mentioning. definitely not coming back that
0: that the, sale. they got, they they got calf issues
2: and also they, they don't like him lot. anymore. I think that I think this there's playing a, with Jack Hughes. That's an amicable divorce right there.
1: I thought he was playing with Jack Hughes. I don't think so. Jesus Christ, yeah. New Jersey. Yeah,
0: they got to, they got to, they, they got to, so they have so few players signed for next season. Yeah. And they got, and they got to resign Meyer. They got to resign Brat. Like they've got a, a lot of money to spend. go get Igor Sharagovich. They weren't even playing him in the, playoffs. I would love
1: to grab Sharagovich. He's a a
2: Panther-type player, for sure, right? Am I not not right about this? Yeah.
1: You're
2: right. I I got way too excited about that.
1: I mean, he's an RFA, but, like, if you can grab him. The point, yeah, I guess this is just a really long-winded way of saying that there are some pretty simple, not easy, but simple ways Mm -hmm. to spend the cap space that the Panthers will have going into next season Mm -hmm. to bolster the core
0: that's already here and already good. Sorry. And there's going to be buyouts. Like there's going to be vets who get bought out that still have something left in the tank and their contract is just untenable. Yeah. So
2: th- those are guys potentially Florida can pick up to round out the roster. Uh, I would say, you know, going back to my belief that it, it, it's plausible that they could come out of this off looking really good and potentially go into next year, really believing, but you know, the, the very short offseason you know my level of belief in the coach which is not zero but i i really don't think that that's the guy that's going to win you that cup and just the the my belief that something in the offseason will not happen to just radically change that but it could because we've talked about all the ways that it might like the depth getting a lot better is going to radically improve this team because the depth being so bad sunk their cup chances in the series. I mean, a lot of things did, but that gave them no chance. So it's plausible, but I would say I don't expect it.
0: Here's the thing on Paul Maurice, in my opinion. He bought himself a year of grace. Uh, he bought himself more than a year. I, I, I'm saying no, just because there are there is stuff to be concerned about, for example, playing Mark Stahl and Eric Stahl as much as he did. But, like, you've got – it's not fair after he did – Pushed the right buttons to help get this team to a cup. Because it's not like they got there in spite of him. He was making good decisions. Putting Nick Cousins on the second line in the Boston series flipped that series around. He made great decisions in these playoffs. He put Bob back in the net at the right time. And he made the players it. clearly believe in him, too, for the record. Right. They bought into the Paul Murray system, and we saw it be effective in the playoffs. Yes, they ran out of gas. Yes, they ran out of bodies. But like right now, Paul Maurice can can sit there with a straight face and say he did a good job his first year with the Panthers, even with the issues that you have, TJ. And they're valid issues. But I think there's more than enough good where you've got to give him that next season to like put up. Like it's not even a put up or shut up. It's just like, all right, like I'm, I'm off your case. You know, let, let's. Uh, you, I've got your back going into next season now. If he starts doing dumb shit, if all of a sudden Mark Stahl is back and he's playing second pairing minutes all season when they had an opportunity to get other options, and then we're going to be like, what the fuck? But right now, he got the absolute maximum out of this roster. This was a roster that was supposed to be a step back season, and he got it to three wins from lifting Lord Stanley.
1: Aaron Brown yeah. tweeted, Florida Panthers coach Paul Maurice says at least four players were skating with broken bones, including Kachuk.
2: Yeah. And I'm sure that the number of Vegas players that were doing the same is not zero.
1: No, oh, but, but it's probably seen... a smaller number. Vegas didn't look like they were playing hurt. The Panthers did.
2: Well, it's I, I just think that's because they had a better strategy. They're a better team. And they. Over- I mean, it's like George said
1: before the before the series started. Paul Maurice is not going to outcoach Bruce Cassidy. Doesn't mean that Maurice is a bad coach.
2: I don't think he's a bad coach. I just don't think that he's going to show up in the playoffs and outcoach anybody.
1: Because the playoffs is where the good coaches the are. shit out of Jim Montgomery. No, he didn't. He Bob did.
2: just Bob just stole, stole the series.
1: No, he didn't. The Boston series was not a goaltending series by any stretch. Are you kidding me? He stole game five.
0: Okay. He stole one game.
2: And if he doesn't steal that game, the game's over or the series is over.
0: Matthew Kachuk could not get out of bed before game four. Brady Kachuk literally helped him get out of bed so he could get to the rink before game four. My God. Yeah. NHL players are insane. Yeah. We could tell. But like when you hear it in that terms, like, this yeah. man could not get out of bed and played in an NHL hockey game later that night. Yeah, that's pretty wild.
2: Yeah. He probably wasn't coming back, even if, like, the NHL announced tonight, like, oh, the, the Panthers actually won game six on
1: Friday. No, of not course playing not. in that. And, you know, if, if for some was, reason they won that game. He, he broke his sternum. He was not playing again in the series. No.
2: So you know, he's gonna be rehabbing that all off season, and that's one more thing that they gotta worry about going into next. Yeah, year. I mean,
1: I don't know much about how certain how most injuries work, but uh don't be surprised if Matthew Kachuk is not on the opening night roster with a broken sternum. Fractured sternum, actually. That's pretty much
0: the same thing. Uh, either way, the recovery time is up to three months or longer for a fractured sternum. Yeah. So he might miss some of camp, and frankly, that's not a good thing. He might miss the first month of the season.
1: That's what I just said. Yeah. Don't uh, be surprised if he's not
0: on the opening night roster. Yeah. Um. Like, if, if you're still upset about how the series ended, just look at that. Like, they literally had nothing. Left. They gave yeah. it
1: everything they had.
0: Yeah. Congrats- you cannot... You can't be upset with the effort. You can't be upset with, like, there was nothing left. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. I don't
0: know if we're going to find anything about Barkov. I know people were on Barkov, but, like, he gave you a goal and assist in a game you needed to win in game four. Like, there was nothing left from these guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll I'll just say to
2: slightly go back on what I was saying about Vegas. I, I think that that's a great organization, and I think that a lot of the reasons that – This was definitely a strong team, but I think it's one of the weakest to win the Stanley Cup in the 21st century was out of their control. I think part of it is that their goaltender is Aiden Hill, who coming into this season was probably not even really going to be an NHL goaltender. I think part of it is that Mark Stone's back is just very compromised. And it's kind of amazing that he had such an impact on this series with such a bad back.
1: A fun fact about Mark Stone, specific to tonight, he is the first captain to ever score a hat trick in the Cup clinching game.
0: It's also the first hat trick in the Stanley Cup Final since 1996. Jesus Christ, really? I could have sworn I heard that.
1: That That feels. That just feels wrong. Yeah. Like there's that. That feels like something that there's no way that that's true.
2: Yeah, I forgot to mention be, my but... biggest thing that um, the reason that Aiden Hill was starting is because of the injury to um, Robin Leonard. Yeah, so they had they had a legitimately very and good goalie and in place. And, Robin
1: Leonard and Logan Thompson. Yeah,
2: yeah, Logan Thompson was. Yeah, injured Logan injured. Thompson Warren was or an all-star. Straw was injured.
1: Oh, and Laurent Prostwa. That's right.
2: Yeah. So, the, like
1: fourth string goalie Aiden Hill. Just carried they, you through. They right had through the they final. had
2: injuries. They were just in that. Like the skater group was healthy. You know, Mark Stone was as healthy as he's
0: gonna be. Jack um, Eichel too. Yeah, yeah. It's again. Obviously, lose, ha- losing your goalie can be crippling, but as long as you can get league average goaltending when you're a team as deep and as good as Vegas, it's not going to kill you as much as like the Panthers, where like they were being carried by Bob. Aiden Hill is going to go down as one of the most mediocre cup winning goalies in a very long time. He had a good series. He had a very good series, but like, he's not the reason they're lifting Stanley. No, they're, they're lifting the cup because they had four smothering lines. They had three great defensive pairs. Like they were by far a deeper team. Like there was just nothing that could be done.
2: Uh-huh and I mean the high end talent was outplaying Florida's
0: high end talent that doesn't yeah. hurt. Well, again, Florida's high end talent was dying on the ice, not Barkov. We don't we don't know for sure. I'm not you're probably right Barkov's probably fine. But like
2: Yeah, I mean compared to Mark Stone, like which one of them is more injured? I'm betting
1: Mark Stone. Not right now.
2: Yeah, right now. Mark no, Stone's right is now. Horrible.
0: We don't know. We don't know about Bar. He has don't had know
1: back been. injuries in the past. He was not playing hurt this series.
2: No, I think he was.
1: He may oh, have been, okay. but he, it didn't look like it. He's on not. Red. He was not. TJ, playing, TJ. He
2: was not playing anywhere
1: near as hurt as Kachuk. Not even. You're close. not. You're not a doctor by any stretch.
2: No, but I've heard Vegas reporters. You know, most notably, in this uh, series, Jesse talk Granger. about
1: talk about Mark Stone playing hurt. His career, like every time yeah, that he played since those injuries.
2: I know in his career
0: historically.
2: No, I'm not talking about that.
1: Like they've said basically like every
2: game he's going to play for the rest of his uh, career, he's going to be in pretty bad back pain.
0: All right, the injuries are coming out. And hold on, I just had it here. Uh, Radko Gudas high ankle sprain. Yeah, Aaron Eckblad, sure. laundry list of injuries. Broken foot, suffering the Boston series. Two shoulder dislocations. Well, that explains why he was skating so slow. And oblique tears.
2: Oh, yeah, like, like, we we already talked about it. We knew that he was hurt.
0: Right, but for all of the Ekblad haters at, saying to trade, I mean, he looks on there. There's your fucking reason. Broken foot, two-shoulder dislocation, oblique tears. Shut the fuck up. This team had nothing. That man
2: has the body of a 37-year-old NHL player at 27. The, the injuries have really piled up for him, and that's something to be worried about going forward because, you know, it's just going to... It's has him.
1: two years remaining on his contract.
2: Yeah. We totally were talking sure. about this that during the game. Yeah, me that'll, and Jay.
1: That will have to be a conversation.
2: Yeah. I, I Not mean, one for today,
1: but it's no.
2: not about, it's not about it things that are ludic. really within his, his control. Frankly, it's like, like when you have that many injuries, can you really trust a guy to play well into his thirties
0: effectively? Yeah. yeah. But this off is not the off season to have yeah, that yeah, conversation. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. It's just an interesting next off exercise. season.
1: When you can, when you can trade him for the rights to Austin Matthews.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so next next off season is the off season to have the conversation because you have to make the decision then. Are you re-signing and him also or also you are can you trade him. one year of Aaron Eckblad for the for the UFA rights to Austin Matthews. If you trade one year of Aaron Eckblad for any UFA rights, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. I know.
2: <laughs> but you sign Austin Matthews to the eight year deal and you're feeling a lot better about things.
0: Right. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, UFA rights aren't worth Aaron Eckblad. Right.
2: If you get Austin Matthews, fuck it all, honestly. Yeah. And I'm not saying Aaron Eckblad, you know, get rid of him immediately. Like, hopefully he comes back healthy, but yeah. I I'm not sure if I, I see it happening, but I really hope so. And you know, hopefully he just is able to enjoy the rest of his life once he steps off the ice. Because you know, seeing so many injuries, he, you do sometimes get worried about that.
1: Yeah.
2: But um I mean, that's a thing that I want to end the podcast kind of by talking about, like, Ekblad and Barkov, they seem like they're young, but they've had so many injuries in their career. I feel like this should be kind of like the next one, two years should be kind of con- treated like the last roll of the dice. And I know that you have Matthew Kachuk, and that does kind of complicate where I'm coming from here. Cause I do believe that he's going to be effective for eight years, but like, I, I
1: think Barkov is going to be effective for the term of his. I don't think also. so
2: because of his injuries. <sighs> Cause he's just so injury prone.
0: No names used, but he anticipates some guys will need four to six months to heal after surgery.
1: Some Depend- guys.
2: Yes. Well, I mean, Gudis.
1: Is, well, is, is, the an ankle. is Yeah, Goudis an is ankle. a UFA. He's not coming back. True, true. Yes. And it's an
0: ankle. You don't need four to six months to get from an ankle sprain. Anything uh,
1: uh, on Duclair on that fancy list
0: of yours? I, I mean, this is all it's coming just, out live. Yeah, just
2: Paul Maurice just talking. So he can't, like, here's the full report. Oh, boy. Right.
0: Um, but assume, you know, six months gets you pretty damn close to the end of the season. That. Depending on the player, that could be a lot of money that's freedom. Just saying Kucherov. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: (laughs) Mm, That is interesting, Alex.
2: I mean, they have to miss a lot of the season, though, for that to matter, right?
0: Six months puts you into December. Six months from today puts you into December. So
2: that's like that puts three, you there, three eighths months. of the season. So four that's 42 that percent of the
1: season, or something. Right,
0: but that's if, assuming the surgery is today. And let's be honest; these guys don't have the surgery right yeah. away. Yeah, they decomp- well, They all have to get home first. Right. Well, they well, but I'm saying is a lot of the time they decompress for a month or so yeah. because after you have surgery, you have to rehab. It's not like you can have surgery then go to the beach.
2: Mm-hmm. Back to so, Markov real quick. Like even if he does have a normal aging curve. And like the injury concerns that I have aren't materialized, then we're still talking about a player that's like experiencing their best few years that are gonna be left soon. And then the decline e- exponentially grows. So like I don't think that you're really looking at thirty-three year old Barkov and saying, as long as this guy is on our team, we've got a chance of winning the Stanley Cup, when 25-year-old Barkov was routinely missing the playoffs by 10 points.
1: 25-year-old Barkov didn't have as good of a team around him. No, he did not. But you can't and just one say— One player can't drag you to the playoffs for the most part, or at least can't drag you through them.
2: But you guys have mentioned it before. If If he's truly your best player, 33-year-old Barkov being your best player isn't going to do it.
1: I mean, 33-year-old Barkov won't be our best player. At Probably that point, not. it would be 29-year-old Probably Matthew not. Kachuk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like today, Matthew Kachuk is going to be a better player than he will when he's 29, and I think even more so in Barkov's case. So um, this is really just to say, like,
1: yeah, you're, I'm fine you're...
2: with overpaying for Orlov. That's pretty much where I'm going. I'm fine with overpaying for Orlov. That was a really Orlov.
1: shitty way to get there. <laughs>
2: But I feel like the next two years, you just gotta squeeze as much value out of them as you can. Ekblad needs a raise. After that, you only have one more year of Reinhardt. You gotta pay Lundell, and we don't have picks to replenish these spots cheap. And Barkov's getting older, and Kachuk is getting older now. I don't think he's gonna really decline for a while. He's not gonna decline for a while, but like
1: I, th- his prime, now, now is not the time to talk about what he's in his prime
2: analytically Barkov speaking is gonna look like. But I just wouldn't worry about five six years down the line when you're signing a UFA deal. But it's got to be for a player like an Orlov. It's
0: got to be a true difference maker or yeah. a Bertuzzi. No, if they, if I, 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 we all understand how important depth is, and you're seeing it. But if you spread this around, at you know a bunch of two million dollar acquisitions. That's just not the right way to use yeah,
2: your yeah. Right. It's not. It's not. I mean, Vegas had both. They had the depth, but they also had Stone. They also had Eichel. They also had Theodore. You need the top players. I mean,
0: they iced a ninety-six a team with ninety-six million dollars in cap in the Cup. That's yeah, just because they're good at their jobs. Stop the people saying, that run their man. caps. No, but I'm saying that's why they were so deep. They they had the extra money. They 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 monetized their assets to have to make it all work. I'm not using it as an oh, this is a, a fraudulent Cup. They used the rules to their advantage, but they were so deep because they spent the extra money. They did what you had to do. Yeah, and they'll do that next year.
2: They didn't intend on doing it this year because they were, you know, six points out of a playoff spot at the trade deadline or whatever it was. And hopefully that's not the case next year. I mean, if it is, then people are going to be
0: worried about their job security. Phil Kessel, in Toronto, you guys said I couldn't win, and now I'm a three-time champ. Oof. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because... Like, yeah, he's going to get his name on the cup for playing in the regular season, but did he play a single playoff game?
2: No, he, he did, did not. but he did not play in round two, round three,
0: or four. I don't yeah. think. Like, like, it's a funny quote, and everyone loves Phil Kessel, but like, dude. I think he's no, it's no, tongue-in-cheek. No, he's, I think it's tongue-in-cheek. He's,
1: very, he's really just taking the jab at Toronto. Like, that's all Fair he's enough. doing there. But Fair it also, enough.
2: It's also <laughs> tongue-in-cheek.
0: And who are we to deny a jab at Toronto? Oh, I mean, their fans are in our mentions. I mean, I just quote tweeted a 28 year old taking a shot at us. I'm like, dude, we've paid for the cup twice in your lifetime. Your dad might not even have been alive the last time the league. Yeah, I, for I'm, it.
2: I'm just going to be super lazy. Like, anytime a Toronto fan comes into the mentions, I'm just going to be like, friends and family, like, that's what you should be thinking about right now, my man. Like, get a life. That's, <laughs> that's really it.
1: Like, yeah, we get to talk about how much it sucks to lose in the cup final. When's the last time you got to do that? When's, when's the last time you even got that far? Yeah, I'm not even thinking about
2: that. It's just like the season ended a month ago, man. Get a life.
0: All right. Um, uh, anything else? I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll look towards the offseason later. What do you
2: guys want to do this offseason?
0: I mean, we'll talk about it more off the air, obviously, but let, let, let well let's turn that around. Let's ask the people like there's people who listen. Yeah, what, what we do you guys want? about? What content do you want from us? Do you want to do you want us to just deep dive Panthers offseason stuff? Do you want us to have fun and go into Paris and go into other stuff? I mean, we're not going to become a Marlins baseball podcast. We're going to have the draft. Yeah, the draft's we're going to have up. the fictional draft. Right. That's going to be a lot of fun. But, like, do you want us to come with, up with stuff like that all off-season and just kind of have fun with it? Obviously, when there's news and stuff's coming up, we're going to talk about it. But, like, the draft is coming and the Panthers don't have a first-round pick do you really want us breaking down who they drafted in the third round or whatever?
1: All right. Well, before we get out of here, we did it for rounds one, two, and three. So we have to do it again for round four. And that do we course, have to? is going through the predictions of everyone who bet against the Panthers for the Stanley Cup final round. So without further ado, Alex, Mm-hmm. Brian Boucher, Knights and Seven. Right, I hate you. John Bucci-Gross, Knights and Six. Right, I hate you. Ryan Callahan, Knights and Six. Right,
0: Boo! I hate you.
1: Cassie Campbell-Pascal, Knights and Six. Right. Ryan Clark, Knights and Seven.
0: Right, I hate you.
1: Linda Cohen, Knights and Six.
0: You were supposed to be a Panthers fan, right.
1: Ray Ferraro, nights and Five. Oof, super right.
0: Right, and it really hurts.
1: Emily Kaplan, Knights and Seven. Right. Tim Cavanaugh, Knights and Six.
0: I hate you, Tim.
1: Right. Don LaGreca, Knights and Six.
2: I love fucking Greca.
1: Fuck
0: you, Don LaGreca. Right.
1: Peter Lawrence Riddell, Knights and Six. Right. Sean McDonough, Knights and Seven.
0: Should have been a Panther, right? No, I'm thinking of Ryan McDonough. You're Shoshana. thinking of Ryan McDonough. Sean <laughs> McDonough's the bald guy. This hurts too much, guys. Just, Barry
1: Melrose, nights and six.
0: Like oh you, have you,
1: trouble with the snap. You That's
0: can't hate. Bro, you can't hate Melrose. So you get. A, I, I still love
1: you, but right. Mark Messier, nights and seven. Right. He
2: predicted it.
1: Alex. Right. Alex, you okay? No. Mike Monaco, re- Golden. I didn't hear seven. you say. I didn't hear you say right to Mark Messier. I did say right. Oh, I'm Mike okay. Monaco, knights and seven. Right. Bob on knights and seven. Right. Greg Wishinski, knights and six. Right. The consensus prediction: Golden Knights,
0: seventeen of thirty picks. More
2: like Golden Rights.
0: Um, you forgot. You forgot someone. No, I didn't. T.J. Peterson. Right. I <laughs> I legit thought the Panthers. <laughs> I legit TJ the Peterson, were Knights
1: in five. That's true.
2: I legit thought the Panthers were going to win.
0: Uh, that hurt way
1: more than I thought it would, guys. You weren't supposed to say that, TJ. Well,
0: unfortunately, I got to expose You're myself. the one that
1: called Knights in five. You, you were the rightest of us all. Well,
0: I had five games right.
1: Everybody knows
0: it
2: was a meme. I said Caroline in five. That turned out to be horribly wrong. So I went away from that. I thought Vegas was a worse team than Carolina, frankly. I thought Carolina would be better, and I was sorely wrong about that.
1: I'm sorry, Chris Chelios, Panthers, and Seven, we let you down.
2: Well, he's no longer with the ESPN because of his horrible prediction. I'm sure that's the reason why he's no longer there. The positive thing is that sports don't really matter. Even if the Panthers had won, it's not like you would have won the Stanley Cup. Disagree. Doesn't affect. Yeah, no, I don't
1: agree with you at all on that. False. If we had won, if this was flipped and we just won in five, we would all be blitzed. We would be partying. We would be calling out of work tomorrow. Yeah, because we would be yelling and shouting and screaming about how this is the best season of our lives. Like, come on, be let's be a little realistic. Technically, I wouldn't have to call out of work. Not all of us work for ourselves. If you watch a great
2: movie, you can be like really enthusiastic and. You know, campaign for it to win all the awards and watch it over and over again and get a lot of enjoyment out of it. But if you watch a movie you don't like, you can just forget about it. Never happened because. Except
1: here's the big difference you're not going to see that movie in theaters over and over again over the course of 10 months.
2: If you really like it, you might. No. I don't know. You're Probably not. not.
1: <laughs> You're you're not going to watch that movie in the theater three times, three or four times a week for nine months. Like, come on.
0: Um, more injury stuff. Uh, Radko Gudis's high ankle sprain was a six-week injury. He missed one period. Um, <laughs> Sam Bennett was injured versus Toronto. No announcement what that injury is, but interesting because
1: another... he played pretty well against Carolina.
0: Yeah, but he had nothing for Vegas, so. Yeah.
1: He didn't look injured. He just
2: looked
0: bad. Yeah. Well, that's maybe how it looks sometimes. Do we know what the injury was? It just says injured versus Toronto. It doesn't say what. But, like, a lot of the guys who had poor series, uh, you know, Ekblad, Kudin. Wow, the entire team was injured? (laughs) But the guys that everyone was really looking at saying, hey, they're not playing as well as they used to be. They all had serious injuries that would have kept them out of the lineup if it wasn't for the Stanley Cup playoffs.
1: Well, uh, rate us five stars at your nearest hospital. Stay subscribed, following all that good stuff, because we will have uh, lots of off-season content coming your way. I am personally, as much as I love doing this, uh, I am looking forward to a little bit of a break. Uh, <laughs> the the. Well, it's like a one-week
2: break. Then we got the draft. Then we got free agency. And then like yeah, an eight-week then break. Then we have like, yeah.
1: But yeah, we're not we're not going to go on a two month vacation after uh, free agency. Honestly, but, the uh, one
2: week break is going to be very refreshing. Yes,
1: so I think that's that's where I'm going to leave it. Take take some time to reflect on the season as a whole, uh, like we are going to,
2: or don't. Uh, Whichever
1: makes you feel. Or better. don't.
2: Yeah, whatever.
1: You're right. Whichever. Like I said,
2: like you can just wash this away if you decide that that's the more positive thing to do with your life, to do with your time. And that's completely fine.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to try and get the last word in here with a little bit more of a positive note. Um, Today sucks. Tomorrow is still going to hurt, but your team, your favorite team just played for the Stanley cup. They just played for it. Uh, TJ said it going into this in our last podcast, there's 30 other teams who would kill to be in this position. We've got fan bases in our mentions you know, trying to troll who would kill to be in this position. We didn't get there. Who knows if we'll be back soon, but this was a fun run. Enjoy it. You know, 20 years from now, we're going to be looking longingly. Like, you know, I look back at 96 and some of the older fans look back at 96. So that's true. This,
1: this run is going to, is going to create a crop of people who are going to look back on, on 2023 and say, remember that great run. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, it's not twenty-seven years of of nostalgia yeah. before the next time we're
0: here. Yeah, I really don't want my two sons taking me to a Stanley Cup final game. <laughs> well, well my, you do, but you do just not. You don't for want the that. My, okay, I don't want my two sons taking me to my next Stanley Cup. There you go. Yes,
1: everyone. Thank you for a wonderful season, TJ and Alex. That goes for you two as well.
0: Um, yes, thank you, all of our listeners. Wonderful for the wonderful year thank you for and remember the direct
2: the hate mail to at parallel circle not at panther <laughs> they are not I'll responsible for my hot takes they I'll are not it. responsible for my bad takes they are not responsible for my good takes that were somehow bad takes at the same time like vegas and five
1: everyone go enjoy your summer dev camp training camp preseason there's plenty plenty of hockey to look forward to it'll be a short short off season uh so go enjoy your summer and we will uh, we will catch back up with you then. Good night, everybody. Go Panthers.